Welcome, welcome to the Unex Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. I'm Nick. I'm Michael. I'm Jennifer. And this is so over the top. Yay! <laughs> Yelling, woo! Woo! <laughs> uh, so what have you been up to this week, Nick? Oh, nothing too much, you know, just playing video games, dodging my, like, ass- three assignments that are due in, like, third week. <laughs> Sounds <Very> pretty fun. <laughs> good. Uh, playing games when I probably should be studying, as mm-hmm. per usual. Well, see, I've picked up uh, Factorio with a friend of mine, so you know <laughs> oh, we're, not, no. we're not doing anything else. Oh. It's, it's a problem, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, Factorio just sucks time away from you it's just everything just so much time but it's an awesome game at the same time oh we, yeah i don't know why i think it's just because we just sort of chill and chat and that's about it yeah it's good to have games like that yeah we're, we're not really doing anything because he doesn't have a headset at the moment so he's using his tablet for a mic and earphones for headphones well because his because his headset's off on uh warranty oh and um so he's like, yeah, I can't actually play anything, so let's just play Factoria where it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> let's just uh, run around like headless chickens for a bit. Mm, mm, yes, for sure. Um, so, um, Jen, I'll let you speak for us as to what we've been up to. Um, we finished XCOM 2. Uh, so you actually finished your, like, what, year-long session? Yeah. Or something? Or yeah. like the long... We, well, we, we beat Long War halfway through holidays. Uh. It took us 660 days in game time to do it. So two years. Yeah. Or oh, basically two years. There's an achievement for doing it in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. Not happening with Long War. Um, and we beat uh, War of the Chosen. Mm-hmm. Like... What, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Last night. So we don't know what to do with ourselves anymore. <laughs> Play Long War again. To be honest, um, I'd like to, but Long War for XCOM 2 um, is dead. Mm-hmm. They released the DLC, which basically fixed the game and made it better, War of the Chosen, which I've talked about before. Yeah. And Long War doesn't support it, so... Oh, so and they Long said, War is a broken game. Yeah, <laughs> it, it won't work, which is just sad, because it'd be awesome to see what you could do with it. Mm. Isn't that a mod? It's a mod for it, yeah. Yeah, so give it some time. I think oh. I think the developers have actually said, we're just not going to work on it anymore. No, oh, okay. Because War of the Chosen used a lot of the features that Long War implemented, so oh. they're just like, we can't really think of new ideas, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all in there now. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I think the best thing about finishing XCOM 2 is at the end of XCOM 2, they give you your stats compared to the rest of the world. Oh, yeah. So they've got the average for all the other players. Mm. So you can compare how well or badly you did compared (laughs) to other players. Yeah. And how did you guys go? Um, We finished it... Quicker than others. Faster than others. We had more wounded soldiers. (laughs) We did more covert operations. We had more Psy people. Um, it took us longer to get our first max rank person, though. Um, but we had more max rank max people, rank people at the end of it than so. most others. So it's sort of a very odd sort of up and down. Yeah, just all over the place, really. 
I don't understand how, you know, people took longer to finish the game than we did because <laughs> we were actually dawdling around at the end of it. We were just Yeah, you know, we could have we could have finished the game way earlier, but we were just like, eh, Jennifer wants to build all of these one particular towers, which get ridiculously expensive. Oh. So we could have finished the game way before then, but yeah, like, we didn't. We were building towers. <laughs> yeah. Gotta build those towers. Well, we were hunting. We'll covered we, the whole world, except we thought, there's not an achievement for that. We thought there was an achievement for it, so we built all of them, and there wasn't, and we oh. we felt cheated. You're just like, I didn't wait a achieve. <laughs> we didn't achieve. It was very sad. You achieved in your own hearts. Yeah. To be honest, though, like, actually, because those things got stupidly expensive. <laughs> Ugh. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. I've I've not got to find another XCOM-like game to play. I just remembered. I still haven't played Apex Legends. Oh, no. <laughs> You're going for the week. I've been looking at that all week, wondering if I should download it and play it so we can talk about it. <gasps> you know what we should do? We should. You should download it, and then we should play it. Okay. Because I have, like, my friends don't want to play it with me. Yeah, let's do that then. That's okay. the goal for this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Um, I pre-ordered a, um, a game on the Epic Game Launcher. Mm. Um, okay, we'll talk about that later. But we'll, go we'll on. talk. We'll talk about it when I get it. You know, in a week or so, I'll talk yeah. about it more in depth. But um, I downloaded the Epic Launcher to see if you could install the download now, because sometimes you can. Mm. And um, it instantly started downloading Fortnite. It's like, there's no other reason for you to have our launcher than to download Fortnite, so we're doing it for you. And I had to (laughs) stop it. It's like, no. (laughs) It's like, do not do this to me. I do not require Fortnite. Thank you. (laughs) Get this cancer off my computer. Yes. So, sadly, I have to use it for this game, which should come into open beta in a week. Okay. I'm excited. It'll It'll be cool. So what is the game? It's called. It's a game called Satisfactory. Have you heard of it before? No. Satisfactory is 3D um, Factorio. Looks beautiful. So you know how Factorio looks all drab and bleak and yeah. not a pretty game at all. This one does everything it can to look beautiful. Okay. And you can build. And its entire goal is just build factories. Oh, okay. And destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> destroy the world while you're at it. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. It's sort of like a cross between Space Engineers and Factorio and other things like that. Okay. Um, but without, like, the, you know, mining blocks and things like that, it's still got the, you know, base. You can't do much with the actual world itself. Oh, okay. You, know, you can get rid of some of the trees and, you know, put miners down on the resource tiles, but that's about it. Mm. So you're not actually altering the landscape like you can in Minecraft or something like that. <laughs> Just, like take it all down, yep. build mansions. Yeah, looking forward to it um, coming out. And I'll you know, I'll give a much bigger review on it when it does, basically. Mm. So what else is on the Epic Store then? Fortnite. Fortnite and that. <laughs> like nothing of note oh, at all. Really? It's, it's one of those launches that they're like, we're going to, you know, break away from Steam and do our own thing, but their own thing is incredibly limited. Yeah. The same is with um, the Discord mm. one. Mm. I actually bought a game on there that's like a um, Souls clone. Oh, yeah? So basically, like, the whole um, the blurb of the game is like, oh, yeah, you start out, like, super powerful, and then you, like, you slowly lose your power as you're trying to, like, you make sacrifices. So it's got, like, a reverse leveling. Yeah, type thing. 
But the thing is, is that you start off under leveled. <laughs> And then, like, every time you go to, like, a new... Like, it's only got, like, seven bosses. Yeah. I haven't played it all the way through, mm. so it might have eight. But there's, like, these seven sins that you have to, like, give something up to do... To actually challenge the boss. Oh, yeah. And then once you defeat the boss, that thing's locked out permanently. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of the first things that you can do is l- get rid of your shield, basically. Mm. Like, so you start off with a sword and a shield and a big sword. You can make it so, like, your defense breaks in two hits, and mm. then that's, like, your shield is gone. So I just went, stuff it. I'm using the big sword from now on. <laughs> just go up and whack it as much as I can. Nice. And, like, the only thing that you get from beating the bosses is a bit of extra health. And then one of the sacrifices is your max health. <laughs> so it's like... What? I've well, just kind of pointless then, isn't it? Yeah, I've versed three bosses. I've lost a bit of um, a bit of attack power, my defense power, and my health regeneration power. You've given me a bit of max health to make it survive a bit more, and then you just take that away from me as well. It's like, what? <laughs> <sighs> that and sounds a bit. Um... There's also another bit of a quote-unquote feature which makes it like totally like gimmicky if you like so in dark souls if you get hit you're invincible for a little bit oh really yeah so you're invincible for like a couple of frames um so that uh you have time to react or something like that yeah so it gives you a bit of time to react like Mm. if you get hit by one enemy and another enemy is already attacking like there is a there is a point in time where the second enemy won't actually Deal hurt you. Okay. Um, but, like, in th- this game, it's like you can get hit by one thing and then, like... So one of the bosses I'm versing, like, shoots out, like, a whole bunch of um my um things that follow you, like yeah. a whole bunch of, like, little orbs that follow you. Mm. And, like, as you're trying to dodge one thing you get hit by like something out from left field and then you get hit by all of these things and you just instantly die because <laughs> it's just like bang 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 bang, bang dead nice. and you're just like there was absolute there's no way if you get hit by the first one to survive it because there's no reaction time left you oh. could be sitting there mashing the button but the guy gets up so slow as well. Uh, it's like you get hit down and he's like, uh, takes like, I swear, three seconds oof. for your character to get up. Oof, mega oof. And you're like, you're just sitting there mashing buttons going like, move! <laughs> and then uh, you die. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh, okay. I, I guess that's how it goes then. Hmm. Ah, joys. Uh. Anyways, um, I'm going to take us to a quick music break. All right. um, yeah, got a couple of things I need to sort out. And like then, a computer? Yeah, the computer's been turned off, which is literally my only source of pinball. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm screwed. He needs his pinball. Right. Um, anyway, you've been listening to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and we'll be back shortly. Student Powered Radio 106.9 Tune FM. Moving in circles and tumbling through scenes of guys in circles and sway. Palm trees, but the daylight is not right for me. Moving in circles and trails. 
We're back. Welcome back, everyone, to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show. He remembered it. Yay. Um, so uh, I just discovered that uh, PC parts, uh, especially um, RAM, has just gone massively down in price. Yeah, and I'm having a quick look on the PC um, store that I use, which is PC Case Gear. And some of them have gone down like sixty odd dollars hmm. for RAM. Well, that's all right. So yeah, it's just like, ooh, okay. Buyer's market at the moment, then for sure. Yeah. Then again, um, I've been seeing other things as well, talking about how um, with the next generation of GPUs coming out, um, retailers might be selling their older cards at. Um, cheaper prices so that they can make way for new stock. Probably, I'd say, but you would have to find like a place, a physical store for mm, that mm. because again, on the thing that I use, 
um, they just full on got rid of all of the cheaper hmm. ones. So it's like if I go into GPUs, like you only have um, 1060s and then it goes to um, 2060s. Okay. Except, wait, what? I've just now found a 1660. For how much? Uh, I mean, 1660s are the something that they're working on. They're releasing a lot more in their 16 in their 1600 line, I believe. Yeah, the cheapest is 470 bucks. Okay. For a six gig. That's 1660 right. Ti. Hmm. So here's something you might have you might not have heard of, Nick. Yeah. Did you know that um, people have now managed to um, hack a Nintendo Switch and install Linux onto it? And now they're trying as hard as they can, and I think someone has been successful, to install Windows 10 on it. Which means you should be able to, in the near future, be able to hack a Switch and play PC games on it. Why would you ever want to hack a Switch to play PC games on it? I think it's the case of you can whip it out at parties and say, hey, hey everyone, look, I did a thing. <laughs> Except you're, if you're hacking a Switch, you're probably not a person to go to parties and yeah. you know, show off that you can do a thing. I'm pretty sure that those two circles have a very small overlap. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, but still, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, Nintendo is um, reliably hostile to anything to do with any of their IPs. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how long that um, how long that lasts for. Probably not long. Oh well, they can't really like if you buy a Switch, they can't really make it so that um you can't play around with it. Yeah, but uh, in saying that, they can try and patch out the invulnerabilities that are in the Switch if it's the software side. Yeah, for sure. I remember a story, or oh, probably about a year ago at this point now, where they found a invulnerability that was in the hardware itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, they l- had an invulnerability that they couldn't patch out because it was like in hardware. their hardware. Yeah, there's <laughs> been like, several of those um, showing up recently. That very base level um, have been. Um, of how computer OSs and hardware works and things like that have been getting hacked and stuff like that, which is a bit um, iffy. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I just saw a little article here which wants me, which moves me on to another point. Um, so I bought Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 1, you know, basically straight after last, last week's show. Go on. Um, it, there was a sale on, so I bought them both for 15 bucks total. It was the best. Is the sale still on? I don't know. I'll have to check. We'll um, check that. Mm. But if you're listening and the sale is still on, get it. Yes, um, for sure. Um, okay, now Titanfall. Played it. I have to say that's one of the best single-player game, single-player campaigns I've played in quite a while. It was amazing. Now, did you play all the way through? I played all the way through. Oh, yes. Basically, I started. I blah. I started and didn't really stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, oh, it's just so good. Yes. Okay. So, so, so should we should we spoil it for people listening on air if they want to? Well, Titanfall Two has been out for quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's a two thousand and 
13 game? 2016. 16, okay. No, sorry. 13 would have been one, yeah. probably. It was actually, I watched a video this week where they were saying that um, Titanfall 2 was actually released in between a Call of Duty and a Battlefield game. That would be why it didn't do as well as it should have. Yeah, in between Battlefield 1 and I think Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, whatever one released mm. at oh. that time. Okay, so so to give you a um, to give you a price here, to buy Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 off, you know, not on sale is 90 bucks. Yeah. Uh, US. I believe Jeez. this is in US. To buy it on sale now, you can buy both of them for 17. Guys, so do it. Get it. Do if, it. If you want a good story campaign, like multi, uh, multiplayer, single player campaign, you've got to try yeah. Titanfall Two. J- just, just jump in. Basically, I mean to not uh, to not spoil it too much, considering we're recommending people that you know since it's on sale. Um, Titanfall Two is a its campaign throws something new at you every mission. Yeah, there's no. You know, there's some, there were some missions where I was like, wow, I really love this gun. I really want to keep this gun, but you can't because it's not in the other missions. Or this mechanic is amazing, mm. and I want more of it, but definitely it's taken the, away. Um, the jumping mechanics. Yeah, And especially jumping, through I've the never, factory. I've never played a movement shooter before. Mm. And you know, after you know, I got used to it, Titanfall 2 was really smooth. Yeah, it's like, it's so easy to get a handle on as well. Mm, mm. And like, there's this one level that's basically a factory Mm. and it's like making houses. Yeah. And so there's like giant um, chasms that you have to jump over, but they've they've got all all of these... um, Buildings in various... Stages of being built are going through the factory line. And so you're jumping along, like, walls and stuff that are, like, flipping over Mm, and terrain mm. and this and the other. And you're just like, yes! This is, yeah. Um, So Titanfall 2 is amazing. And I'll also put a couple of comments on Battlefield 1, which I picked up and started playing a bit after um, finishing Titanfall. Titanfall. Mm. Battlefield 1 is interesting. Yeah, you 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 boot up the game for the first time and it throws you into a campaign mission. It's just yeah. like here, and it's like, by the way, you're not expected to survive, mm. and you do you basically. You, I think you die like five times, and every time you die, you take control of another soldier. Yeah, um, that game is awesome. I skipped the tutorial because my friends were already in a game, uh, and I was just like mashing the button, going like, "Let me just play multiplayer." Yeah, see, I'm. Don't play multiplayer as much. I will try it, but um, um, I'll give the campaign a full go before I play it. But I have to say, grittiest game I've ever played. There is so much mud. Yeah. It is unbelievable. Well, it is a very honest boots on the ground type oh, yeah, simulation. It's, it's it's a very good game. I'm going to give it that. Um, I mean, wasn't one of its selling points that it was as realistic as they could make it? Yeah, it was as real mis- as uh, as realistic as they could make it while still keeping it fun. Because World War One was anything but fun. Oh yeah. Um, but they've done a brilliant job with it. I have one gripe with it though. Yes. One major gripe. Every time I fired it up, it's put up. The first thing it displays to me is a splash screen telling me to buy Battlefield Five. <laughs> which is on sale at the moment. But don't buy it. Buy yeah. Battlefield One and Titanfall. Better, <laughs> and they're only fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's oh, be- 17, 17. Sorry. It's better. <laughs> um, 
And that does actually genuinely annoy me. Mm. I don't like being advertised another game. Yeah, while you're loading up a game. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's okay when it's like, you know, if you go into like the um, the launcher and stuff. And yeah, like, you if know, it's through a launcher, adver- it's fine. There's an advertisement on the side or something mm. uh, like next to the play button. But like, this is button. a full screen ad saying buy Battlefield 5 and you've got to find the button wherever it is to click off of it to be able to play your game. Play my game. That's like I haven't fired up Battlefield in a while, so I haven't experienced that. It's it's genuinely annoying, but it also points out to me how bad must your game be doing if you're doing that sort of thing? Yeah, if you've patched your previous game to display that. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So that annoys me. But I've got to play I've yet to play through more of the campaign. Yeah, I didn't play any of the campaign of Battlefield 1. So, so. I will have more details about how, you know, good bad it is when I get through that. But I'm so glad you bought Titanfall. Oh yeah, Titanfall was just I I will say that was just the best shooter I'd played in a long time. Okay. For anybody listening right now, we will talk about it next week. Yep. Pick it up now. Play the game if you don't want spoilers. Yeah, because we will we will be talking about this because <coughs> some of the levels. Oh, I just want to talk about them so much. <laughs> oh, um, BT best robot. BT is best robot. Bestie, bestie bot. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, we should probably stop going on about Titanfall and play some music for just a little bit. Sad people who don't want to listen to us <laughs> talk about Titanfall. <laughs> um, anyways, you've been listening to us, the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and BT was best bot. We'll be back. Tune FM. Something like got your counting right. Baby, let me see you when you waste one time. She bad out damn bad, hit her with a line. Say she won't seal up the kiss. If I got you, make a kiss.
anything and pull up on your girl Cause you know I'm your favorite You love me more when I'm wasted You know I love it when you drop down, get loose tonight I got me tripping out the boost tonight And you be giving me odd signs I'm ready for you, better get ready I'm 42, that's a vibe for me and you, yeah You're better than the rest and you know that I got the moves, go be your women, know about that Nothing to lose, baby, we could start a fire
Right, we're back again. Um, Tune FM 106.9, Unix Radio Show. We were talking about Titanfall. Of course we were. For the entire break. <laughs> and Nick Nick pointed out something interesting just yeah. then. Yeah, so um, I was watching a video that was just talking about the history of um, Respawn Entertainment, the guys that made Titanfall and now Apex Legends. And they have had a bit of a run on the development side of things. So, back in the day, they used to be a part of a um, a development studio, I think it was, that was called 2015. And I think they made a Medal of Honor game or something along the lines of that way back when. And then they had a falling out with the publishing company there. And then... Um, because there was disputes over how they were using um, resources and stuff like that. So they basically got fired. Uh, the two main, um, the two lead developers, I can't remember their names. And they went on to make a different company called Infinity Ward. Yes. Now, if anyone knows anything Basically, if if you played a Call of Duty game, <laughs> um, you, you would know, recognize the name. You would know the name, and you would recognize that this is a development team with some pedigree behind it. These so, guys are good. So another funny thing, like when those two made the new company, uh, about three quarters of the staff at 2015 quit their job and joined them at Infinity Ward. So. <laughs> Most of the people went, nah, we're, we're working with them. So they... Um, Those guys are fun. <laughs> yeah, they jumped ship. Now, they then started development on Call of Duty and got um, Activision was interested in this um, new first-person shooter that they were making. Um, so they bought about 25% of, um, of Infinity Ward. And then when they released the first Call of Duty game... The day after, Activision brought the rest of the 75% of the company. So Infinity Ward was now one of their first-party studios. And they stayed on for a number of years. I can't exactly remember exactly how long. But then um, Activision actually fired the two main guys again... Um, Amazing. Because they... As you do. And because there were... Um, there was a whole legal thing about it, basically saying that they, again, weren't using resources properly and that um, they were trying to use it to... Activision's resources to better... Um, like, to help themselves. So they fired them. Hmm. So then they went off again and made respawn entertainment and again about 75 percent of the company at <laughs> infinity ward quit <laughs> and joined them at respawn <laughs> granted this is about 40 to 50 people each time hmm. that's a significant team yeah and then um ea bought respawn entertainment and they've been working there ever since mm. so yeah, that's the gist of like the comp like how the company has evolved throughout like the last like 
decade and a half. Yay. <laughs> They've just been like... <laughs> These Screw two you. guys were moving to different companies after they got fired, starting their own. Yeah, well, they sold out to Activision, uh, sorry, to EA for like $400 million. Yeah. the When you get name behind you in development industries, you're worth something. So, lot. like, and then you also sit there like, okay, these guys have like, a, like, this team has a backing behind them. They know what they're doing. And, um... Yeah, so it's kind of like, okay, now, now like, from software, these guys are on my radar now that mm. I want to see what games they produce later mm. on. And, like, this wasn't because of um, Apex Legends. This was because of Titanfall that I like these people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, indeed. But to be honest, we should, probably should stop talking about Titanfall, <sighs> especially since we're going to be talking about it properly next week. Yes. So, anyways... Um, if any of you are particular tech whizzes and geeks and whatever, um, you would have heard of the new USB 3.0 naming farce, basically. Okay, now you have to explain this to me, because I've missed out on this. Okay, so um, let me just look up the um, Basically, they're trying to make things more cap- complicated. They made the Yay. names so stupidly complicated. But they're already, like complicated-ish. Well, the thing is, is that they've basically, every time they, um, every time they uh, change these, they um, um, they make up new names for them. Question. Yes. Are they changing the names of like USB-C, micro-USB? No. Um, basically, most of these are like in-house, like in, if you manufacture USBs, these are what your USBs are called, but uh. the name that they're provided to the public is different. Okay. But basically, they've got like USB three, USB three point one, USB three point two, USB three point one um, two, US three, yeah, USB three point one two by two. It gets what? really weird. And then, but now they're like, all right, we're going to redeem ourselves for making this weird, complicated system. Yeah. USB Type four is basically going to blow the water out of everything. Uh, do you know what Thunderbolt is? Kind of. Isn't that what USB-C uses? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so basically, Thunderbolt is a universal cable. You can use it for charging stuff. You can use it for data. Like lots yeah. of, I believe lots of Macs these days and or higher-end PCs will use a Thunderbolt plug, which means you can plug it into your phone, you can plug it into your computer, you can plug it into whatever, basically, and transfer data, power, whatever. Yeah. USB Type 4... Um, is basically a cross between a USB plug and a, and a Thunderbolt plug. Okay. Meaning that USB and Thunderbolt can now are now compatible with each other, which means that basically if you're getting a modern laptop, they aren't. It's guaranteed to have Thunderbolt and high-speed USB. Oh, okay. You don't have. Basically, it means that develop manufacturers now don't have to decide whether or not they're going to have a uh. Thunderbolt chip because it's just part of the USB system now. Okay. Um, which is kind of cool, to be honest. Yeah, because Thunderbolt can do s- Thunderbolt can do some neat stuff. Yeah, well, if you can transfer high packets of high lots of data mm. as well as charge, mm. I'm just wondering how that will work with um, old like USBs. Would that uh, short circuit them? might not be? It might not the the particular plug might not be backwards compatible. I'm not sure. Yeah, because like. Imagine putting in a USB 
and then the USB. It might that be you're set, it might be into. set up so that it's um, it might be set up so that it determines the voltage depending on what's plugged in. Fair enough. That would be interest. Like that would be a good way around it. Mm, power based on usage. Yeah. Um, but things you can do with Thunderbolt, for instance, um, I saw this video where these guys built a gaming desk. 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 This desk was awesome. Um, so you know the idea of a external GPU? Yeah. Basically, it's a little cradle that you can map, hit a, put a GPU, in, GPU into and plug it into your laptop mm. and give your laptop ga- gaming's graphics. Yeah. What these guys did was they made a desk with a power with a Thunderbolt charger on it for their laptop. Mm. You plug that charger into your laptop, your laptop not only gets charged, it gets plugged into a Thunderbolt hub, which is plugged into um, wireless charging stations for mobile phones, onboard gra- a, a dedicated um, graphics processing unit, GPU, yeah. um, and a whole bunch of other stuff, as well as you know, USB docks and things like that, which makes your laptop into a full-blown gaming computer, but all that you can actually see on the desk is a charging plug. Oh. That's what you can do with Thunderbolt, and it's really cool. Jeez. Um, and just adding it, you know, compatible with USB just means that it's just going to be easier to do stuff like that. Now, I can just imagine this going to the next level, like, you know, 30 years in the future. GPU is in your power supply. <gasps> no. You have a desk that has a screen in it, and the on button is in the desk, and it's a computer. Now, see, here's another thing that we've got. Um... Like being mainstream and like actually able to buy over the internet. Well, see, here's the thing. Um, There's a television company which which produced a demo. They haven't released it fully yet, but it's a rolling screen TV. Samsung. Samsung, that's it. Samsung have a rolling screen TV which rolls up out of this tiny little box and rolls down when you don't want it. Yeah. Now, put that in a desk. (laughs) Yeah. And then have the rest of the computer in the desk as well. Oh, yeah. I love seeing those uh, PC builds where it's like a glass top desk with all the PC bits mounted underneath so you can look down on mm. them. But this is just next level. My table is my computer. Yeah. It's just Unportable like as anything else, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not portable. But imagine just going, sitting at your desk that you're like, you know, you can write at it and stuff like mm. that, like read and stuff like that. Mm. And you're like, okay, I want to go on my computer. Presses a button. TV's, Transformers. Dun, 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 dun. TV <laughs> rolls out of it and it's like... Oh, okay. Why, well, yes. <laughs> I, I would like my my transforming desk. <laughs> it would be cool. Like Either it. that or have, like, a holographic projection that you can touch. No, holographics, I want to see. I want to see. <sighs> like an Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Iron Man, like, proper Iron Man-style stuff. This, all right, so basically my, my main things of sci-fi tech I want is probably, like, the Iron Man level of holograms and interactions, <gasps> you know, um, Star Trek holodeck because that's just awesome. <laughs> uh, I want Yu-Gi-Oh in I real want, life. I want BT. <laughs> no, imagine you're like I'm just in there like thinking about holograms and stuff like that. Then you're just like, but then I could play Yu-Gi-Oh. It would become like actual, mainstream again. The actual Yu-Gi-Oh. It'd yeah, be like the show. Yeah, and that like, would actually be cool. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah, and also oh. like Warhammer. Hmm. holographic. Could you imagine, actually, because a Yu-Gi-Oh! system could be applied to any sort of tabletop card game. Yes. That could revolutionize card games. Yes. 
Massively. Yes. That'd be awesome. I like, want this now. <laughs> every card game has like holograms in it. I need this in my life. You just have to make it so like the the chips that I interact with the hologram are thin enough to fit into okay, like a so, card. So here's what you do, all right? So you know how whenever you're playing any of these, any tabletop game, you have a mat that you roll out. Yeah. All right, so you roll out your mat. That is your projector and your computer. And then exactly like the... Um, like any of these new games which have those little toys that you put on the little mount and mm-hmm. then you get the to- you get that toy in the game yeah. to use. I cannot remember and what they're called. As, uh, they have NS- NFC NS- chips. NFC chips. Put NFC chips in the cards. Yeah, but so you, you put see, the cards down and then it, you know, hologram projects either on top of the card or in front of it. It's just that you have to get them thin enough to fit into a card. That's your problem. Yeah. Well, or what you do is, because or what you do is, you have your you have your mat preloaded with every option. Yeah, you know, because by this time in technology, everything's networked, so it can just download updates regardless. Yeah, and then all it has to do is detect what cards on the table, which is easy, you know. Yeah, they put stickers on stuff at the supermarket, which lets you do that, <laughs> and. Um, Boom, done. Yeah. You now have a holographic tabletop game, and I need it now. <laughs> or have it in a wrist-mounted device. Yes. <laughs> With no, a deck a in mat. front of you. That would be pretty cool, too. Oh. oh. I need these things. Oh, I need all of these things. It's funny. Like, when we are, like, what, 50, 60-odd, mm. I reckon these technologies are going to probably be around. Yeah, or VR is going to be so compact and accessible that it mm. doesn't matter anyway. We'll be just, we will just be playing tabletop sim. Yeah, in VR with our stupidly high tech VR headsets. Yeah, because like I, I'm just imagining like at that time, we still will be little kids at heart. Oh yeah, massively so. We would just be like, yeah, you can just let's wait. Go. Just wait until Pokemon Go isn't played on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> you actually have a ball and you have to yeet it at something like. Argh! Oh, imagine how, like, compact and, like, how many things would be in the world. Mm. Like, if you can get augmented reality to function as, like, reality, like, holograms everywhere, Mm. imagine how littered the world would be with holograms. Oh, it would be ridiculous. It would be ridiculous, to be honest, that sort of thing. And then you're going to get some guy who hacks it and puts rude images everywhere. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) It's like, it's not great to be escaped. So that's the issue, is that it'll be awesome, but it's also going to be so easily broken and messed around with. Mm. It's going to be a guy. It's more technology, isn't it, really? It is. It can be hacked. It can be hacked. (laughs) Yeah, it's just you need to have good safety protocols. (laughs) No, it doesn't really matter. There's always going to be a way oh. a hacker gets around it. Mm. Uh, it's, it's it is actually an issue. Cybersecurity and things like that. Everyone be secure. Get VPNs. You know. Although I don't know if University Internet would like VPNs. I, I don't, don't think they do. I don't think it does at all because they like knowing everything you do. <laughs> hide hide from the establishment. The man is out to get you. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, not the man. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they're talking about how easy it is to make conspiracies. So they spent the entire podcast take, talking, making a conspiracy about big dentistry, and then um, big dentistry. Yeah, big big, den- big dentistry. Dentists are controlling the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they're oh, big. Um, mm, I can't even think of the other one they came up with, but it's just stuff like that. It's like yes dentists you know 
they're, they're going around giving everyone these root canals. And <laughs> do we know if these root canals are actually doing any good or are they, you know... Mind chips. Mind chips that go into our mouths and make us do things, like eat um, more sugary foods so that we have to go to the dentists more often <laughs> <laughs> and pay them more money. Why? Cheese. Oh, Got it. Yep. Everyone, look out for the man. Walk out. Look out for those big dentists out oh. to get you. <laughs> Not the dentists. Yep. Avoid root canals. The dentists are the worst. <laughs> All those mind control root canals. <laughs> and um, uh, what other important advice can we give today? Buy Titanfall 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Buy that. Might as well get it with Battlefield 1 as well. Yeah, they're cheap. Do it. Um, if you have money to drop, I would also recommend XCOM 2. Get it on sale because you have to buy War of the Chosen. Get it's just awesome. Yeah, hundred. Just make sure it's on sale. Just make sure it's on sale because it's ridiculous. Hundred and sixty dollars later. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, the way I justified mine was I, I wanted to get it for ages, and then I, I just built my gaming PC, and that was the first game I bought specifically for my PC. Ah, okay. So it was my, you know, my first special game. Fair enough. Hmm. Anyways, we've been rambling on about... I really have no clue about yeah. what we've been rambling on about. Technology and stuff. And big dentistry. <laughs> big dentists. Uh, anyway, you've been listening to the UNX Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and we will be back after this music break. Tune FM, a continuing source of inspiration. When I was 17, I fell in love. We had anniversaries each one. He was my first kiss The real kind of kiss Where I kissed back Remember driving off at Rome A message popped up on my phone Said he thinks he likes me And my words are still And my eyes grew wider Than a party pit I think I'm gonna love you for a long time Boy, I can't go
job to spend the day with me. He quit his job to spend the day with me. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. And they say it gets colder You're bundled up now, wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ Judging by the hole in the satellite picture The ice we skate is getting pretty thin The water's getting warm so you might as well swim My world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it and I'll never get bored Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And we are back. No, I did not say goodbye at the end of the last one. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. Nick, Nick says a lot of things he shouldn't. <laughs> he, just, he just shouldn't be here at all. I mean, we wouldn't be able to talk about Titanfall. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's like 
one thing that I like just in this little, little moment. I'll get over it. <laughs> because a new game is coming out. Uh, what day is it today? Monday. I meant the 11th. <laughs> uh, in about two weeks that I'm really excited for. Can you guess what it is? Two weeks. Two weeks from now. Mm. It's a game by so- from software. <laughs> uh, the guys that make Dark Souls. Are they releasing another um, thing? I don't so know. I don't it's know. totally different to a Dark Oh, It's in a similar vein, but it's different. It's called Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Uh. And it's, um, I'm excited for it. It has a very different death mechanic than what I've seen in a lot of other games. Yeah. So you can actually die, right? Hmm. But you can become resurrected. Mm-hmm. In this, at the, so you fall, like you die, you fall at the place that you're sitting. Um, enemies go, okay, he's dead now. I'm going to walk away. They start walk, turn around, walk away. Um, and then you resurrect, come back up, sneak up, and then can kill them. See, I'm having major issues actually seeing this website because their website that they've got for it... Oh. Why am I looking at this? <laughs> it's all in Japanese. Because it's .jp. <laughs> of course it's in Japanese. <laughs> Give me an a, English website, please. Nope, that's from, from software.jp as well. <laughs> um, I can't find an English website. Hold on. But yeah, so like, nope, it's got a very interesting death mechanic that way. Also, if you then die a second time after you resurrect, you die for good. You lose half your... Uh, experience for your next level and you get reverted back to um, a spot. I don't know if that's the last checkpoint you are at or if you go back to a hub world. So if you're resurrected mm. and you don't die for a while, yes. you get final death, what happens then if you die after, you know, you I, progress through the game a bit? I think that if you get to another checkpoint, you get your respawn back. Other okay. than that, I th- because it's not out yet and um, I'm not sure exactly how it all works properly, um, well, I think it's either you have to, like, you can, if you kill, like, a mini-boss or, like, if you kill a certain amount of enemies, it gets up, like, a little uh, circle dial thing again and then that resets your, um, mm. your respawn, basically. Okay. Well, let me just say that... Um, since I cannot read Japanese, you can say whatever you like. You're not getting backjacked. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a very different type of game because, like Dark Souls, you're sitting there basically mashing buttons until it works. There is a bit of skill with it, but like if you mash and dodge, you can basically dodge roll out of anything if you have it like at the right sort of time. Um, you can also just mash the attack button and hope. Hope to God that your your last attack gets in before they recover. Um, but this one is a lo- very different. It has a posture system. So there's a, three ways that you can stop an enemy's attack from hitting you. You can either jump, and you jump high in this game. You look, jump like 10 foot in this game. It's weird. Um, so you can jump over enemy's attacks you can um, dodge out of enemies' attacks, and you can parry enemies by, um, you can block enemies. 
but if you block at the right time, you do a parry. And what you're supposed to be trying to do is get up a um, posture bar up on your enemy so it breaks their posture and you can do like an insta-kill on them. Um, but certain enemies have like three different health bars and when you do it once, you only take off one health bar. So it adds difficulty that way. But um, yeah, you're supposed to be a lot more skillful with this game than just going up and mashing buttons. And stealth also plays a large aspect in it rather than the whole try to slowly walk up behind an enemy and backstab it before it <laughs> figures out I'm there. Like, ha Surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it could be interesting. We'll, we'll definitely talk more about it when it's released. Yes, and when I've paid, played like 90 hours of it. Yes. Because that's going to happen in like the first week I have it. <laughs> yep. Non-stop. Ooh. I'm uh. so keen for that game. Mm. It's been like teased for like half a year, if not a bit longer. And yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Mm. So that's my little tidbit about games that are coming out soon-ish. Apparently there's quite a lot Mm. (laughs) coming out like over this next like, what, three months or something. Okay. Well, that sounds all right then. So, yeah. Well, um, anything hmm. you guys are excited to come out soonish? Well, or? well, first off, I really want to see um, Satisfactory because that just looks like it's interesting. Another game that I'd like to have a look at is called Phoenix Point, which I've talked about before last year. So it's fine to talk about it again this year. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> in, it's in early access right now. Um, it's made by the original creator of XCOM. And considering he did a really good job with that game when it came out, it was really popular. You know, he's doing a great job with this one again. Um, it has some interesting mechanics, such as um, in um, in mo- lots of these sort of games, bullets that you see on screen aren't actually things; they're just um, graphics. But they're they're just graphics, basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. The computer ru- that runs a calculation, you know, throws the dice. Do I hit or do I miss? Yeah. And then makes a graphics image to show that, basically. Yeah. Um, the way that this game works, in the similar way to the previous game, was that um, the hu- the computer makes an estimate on what you know your chance of hitting, mm. and then actually produces um, each bullet that you shoot as an actual physics object. Oh, okay. So when you watch a bullet fly through the air in this game, the bullet's actually flying through the air Yeah. in the game, which means that you're um, you're basically able to do a lot more stuff with that sort of system. Yeah. For instance, you'll get enemies with big shields, but if you just don't shoot at the shield, you you know get to their side and shoot beside them, mm. that armor that they're getting from the shield doesn't matter because the bullets aren't hitting the shield. Yeah. And other things like that, you know. Um, in XCOM, for instance, if you hide behind cover, that cover gives you a defense bonus. Mm. If you're away from that cover, you're not getting any defense bonus. Whereas in this game, since cover is an actual object and your bullets are objects, mm. just being a tile away from a cover still means that that cover is covering you because a bullet has to get around it to be able to hit you. Yeah. And I find that's, you know, for me at least, a more satisfying system. Yeah. You know? 
it's a bullet. It should get stopped by that thing in front of me because <laughs> it's unless, there. Unless if that thing is a sheet of paper. Uh, in the old game, um, chain link fences would block bullets. So <laughs> um, hopefully in this, in this game, it's a little bit more um, robust. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to get that. I'm thinking of getting it in early access just to play it because... Jen and I had a blast playing XCOM 2 with the story and the game and everything else like that. We kind of need to find a new one to play, a new thing. So I think Titanfall would be good. I'll get Jen to play that. Um, but after that, I'm like, huh. It's just like, oh. What do we do now? <laughs> well, we spent Skyrim. literally all of, oh, maybe. I'm playing Enderall at the moment, a mod for it, which completely changes mm. everything. So that could be interesting. Um, but like, we spent a year playing XCOM Enemy Within and then a couple months playing XCOM 2. And now I'm just like, ugh. Well, now what? <laughs> Find another game like it. Yeah, I guess. But that's the issue. There's so many XCOM clones. Yeah. It's basically what we're looking for is fun gameplay, good story. See, a game that I'm trying to play with my girlfriend is actually Lego um, Harry Potter. Yes, Lego Harry Potter is good. So, uh, yeah. Maybe a Lego game? Question yeah. mark? Maybe. Like My friend bought um, her way to uni the other year and she had it set up in our dining hall at Mary White. And basically, um, for most of O Week, we just play Lego Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and we did, we did actually finish it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was lots of fun. Yeah, so it's just that we're... She was studying for a test that she has tomorrow, so Ugh. she couldn't really play much of it. So. Sad. Yeah. So maybe we'll the day after that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. One can hope. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, looking forward to looking forward to a few things. It's weird because I've never looked at new games before, really. Yeah, because your computer old, couldn't run it. It was like, you know, I could watch on YouTube maybe, but that was about it. Yeah. Um, and that was a maybe. Celeron does not like YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Celeron yeah. did not run full-screen YouTube videos Ooh, my, at decent resolution. <laughs> See, my brother had a Celeron mm-hmm. in his computer, and he, he could not play full-screen on a TV so I built him a $1,200 computer because he wanted YouTube to work. <laughs> <laughs> Please make YouTube work. There uh, was a bit of extra fancy stuff, but... Uh, and then I put a limit... Then I underclocked his GPU so it could only barely run YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has an M.2 drive in it. Poof, I that, can see why it's expensive now. <laughs> that doesn't that is not recognized in the BIOS and I have no idea why. And it's confused me and it makes me mad. I've spent like three weeks trying to fix the problem and driver it driver issue? No, it works it works like when you're actually in the computer. But like so what I'm trying BIOS to do is just maybe BIOS doesn't the BIOS is out of date and doesn't have M.2. Uh I stuff. redid it and people have had no problem like it's a new um, new motherboard. New so. motherboard. It's like a 300 series motherboard <laughs> with like uh, um, 
eighth generation Intel chips are able to be put into it. Yeah. It has M.2 drive slots in it. You should just put the slot in, turn the computer on, and be able to load Windows onto it. And it didn't work. (laughs) So literally, the reason you have one of those drives is to be a super fast boot drive. Exactly. Nopes. So it it can't boot off of that drive then? It cannot boot off of that drive. And I'm I'm trying to figure out how it works. And, like, Uh, I've mucked around with settings with, like... what What you could try and do is plug it into a different computer, see if it does work there. And then use a disk a disk utility to mark the drive as bootable. Like go into through a disk utility, mark it as bootable, plug it back into your old into your other computer again, see if it does anything. <sighs> see now there's a problem with that. I don't have an M.2 plug. The only other computer that has an M.2 drive space in it is my computer. Right. And that's here at the moment. You should have given me this advice about three months ago. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, a month ago. A month ago, I didn't have internet. (laughs) (laughs) A month ago, I was back under my rock. (laughs) Back out from under my rock now. So, yeah, that was pissing me off for about... Oh, I can weeks. understand. Oh, and I, what I hate made, to deal with that. What made it even worse is that my brother's not very computer literate. Mm. So I'm like, okay, yeah, buy this stuff and it should all work. It should all be fine. It should all work fine and dandy. It'd be fast and work. And it didn't. And it didn't. I basically wasted, made him waste $300. M.2 drives are not cheap. Not well, cheap it was like $150 for the M.2 drive. And then I got him to buy a Windows thing. Oh. A Windows USB stick as well. Oh. Because I didn't... So he pulled his um, his old... I pulled the old hard drive out of his computer. Luckily, that works as a bootable thing, and it still recognises that it has Windows on it already. You are very lucky that, first off, the Windows was happy to migrate to another computer. And secondly... That it wasn't an OS that the CPU is incompatible with. Like, I wanted to put Windows 7 Ultimate on my new computer, but it's incompatible with the architecture of my CPU and doesn't boot. Oh, really? It just crashes every time you try and fire it up. I'm pretty sure he has Windows 10, though. Well, there you go. Windows 10 will run on anything. Yeah. So, like, I was just like... The thing was is that I wanted it so he presses the on button, turns around, turns back around, the computer's on. Yeah. But now it's it's still taking him like what the minute that it takes to boot up a hard drive. See, I put a solid state drive in mine, and I'm quite happy with the boot time. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, I like having some time to be like in the first screen, so you can enter the BIOS easily. I just mashed the mash the delete key <laughs> when, if I want to get into my BIOS when I turn on my computer I'm smashing that key see I was reading some stuff online about people who um, their computers booted so fast they actually had to go into the BIOS go, go into the system and add a boot delay so that they could enter BIOS in the first place <laughs> see I have a program called Fastboot and it has in it like a go to BIOS button. Okay. So you press that like button hmm. and it like it re- basically restarts your computer but goes straight to the BIOS. One thing that I've discovered about Windows That's 10, handy. one thing I yeah. discovered about Windows 10, which is very sneaky of them, especially since it's often nowadays put on solid state drives, things like that, is that Windows 10 has an option in it called fast boot, hmm. which I've disabled on my computer. The reason being is because it's not 
when you shut down the computer with fastboot enabled, it doesn't do a normal shutdown. What it actually does is go into hibernation. Mm. And the way hibernation works, it instead of sleep, which it writes its current state to RAM and just sits there, yeah. uh, it writes it to the hard drive, or yeah. in this case, the solid state drive, which, as if you're technically literate would know, solid state drives have a known limit to how long they can, how many um, rewrites they can do. So if every time I was turning off my computer, I was doing an extra rewrite because it was saving its own state to the hard drive, to the solid, to the drive, I'm like, you know what? I don't value stupidly quick boot times for also reducing the lifetime of my drive. So, so why does it have a rewrite? I've never heard of this before. You've never, you don't know that solid state drives have a limited. No. Basically, um, it's to do with uh, oh, electron, electron transfer. Basically, I believe oh, it is. okay. Um, basically, every time you um, you write data to it, it puts some electrons on the other side of this connection, and when you go to wipe it and rewrite it again, mm. it moves them back and then back across. Every time it does one of those um, cycles, a couple electrons get left behind. Oh, okay. Which ba- which is fine because the solid state drive controller basically just boosts voltage to that sec that cell in the hard drive um, to compensate for the extra resistance. Yeah. By it wearing out, but there's only a, a certain amount of voltage you can put through the thing before it damages itself. Yeah. So it will stop increasing the voltage after a while, then just mark that cell as useless. It cannot write to it anymore. Okay. You can read from it all day long, but you can't write from it. Okay. It becomes um, ROM, basically. Mm. Um, which isn't so ideal for a, you know... Boot drive. A boot drive. <laughs> um, so basically... Um, oh, let me have a, a quick look. But basically, it's a ludicrous amount of... Um, oh, okay. Right. Um, cycles that a hard drive can do. Um, but there is actually a finite limit. Oh, okay. Because, mm. yeah, I've, I kind of skipped the whole solid state drive thing. Mm. I went hard drives, hard drives, hard drives, M.2 drive. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. I, I missed that whole like halfway in between thing because I, when I built my first computer, mm. the one that I have now, mm. M.2 drives were like a new thing. Yeah. So I was just like, ooh, what's this? Mm. New shiny toy. Yeah. Might as well get the better one rather mm. than like the, the, the old thing. Solid state drive. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting myself an M.2 drive. <laughs> yeah, I think a friend of mine did the same thing. But I found with solid state drive, it just, it does the job. Mm. Um, it depends on the how new your drive is, basically. Yeah. Um, how, as to how many cells it has in it. But um, typically, a cell, which is where a single bit of data can be written, yep. has 100,000 write cycles that it can... Take. That's not too much, but grant. But say, but see, that's a bit, a single bit in your computer, and your computer has to fill up your entire hard drive before it will use all of your bits. Oh, okay. So basically, my computer still has empty space on it. So most of my data, most of my bit, you know, cells wouldn't have actually been rewritten all that much. Oh, okay. But once you fill up your hard drive and 
So basically, a solid state drive is really good for putting stuff onto it and not really changing it all that much, which is yeah. why OSs are fine. Yeah. Because OSs only really change when they update. Yeah. And they're, you know, hopefully Windows 10 does not update 100,000 times. <laughs> it's like, well, oh, I believe that's the we idea. We keep on messing up our security updates, guys. <laughs> I mean, Windows 10 is supposed to be the final Windows thing. Yeah, that's right. They don't want to release another version of Windows. Really? So you know how Apple does, you know, they're not releasing another version of of the Apple OS, of their Mac OS. What? They're just sequentially updating. What? You don't know about this? No. I've never heard about this. So basically... Wait, Apple's doing it too? <laughs> Apple started it. Oh, so right. basically... Um, you know, for instance, we've had Windows X. You had Windows 2000, Windows XP, Windows. Yeah. yeah. Windows Vista. 10 is going to be the last Windows update, last Windows OS. They're just going to add things to it. Oh. So, for instance, I used to have an old Mac OS 9, like the original OS 9 computer, which was the big bubble thing, CRT screen yeah. on the front. They were, it was awesome. I loved it. Um, Apple eventually got up to their, I think it was OS X, and they stopped releasing um, new, big, like, standalone versions. Okay. From then on, they've just released um, subversions. I can't remember. I don't know what the actual technical name is of yeah. it. But it's still the original OS. Like, it's always going to be a Windows, 7, Windows 10. But it's just going to be version, you know, like. 1,200. <laughs> Jeez, that's um, that's the model that uh, Windows is Mac- Microsoft rather is taking now with Windows 10. They're doing the same thing with um, Microsoft Office, so things like Word and that. They're not releasing any new versions of Word. They've just got Office 365, which they're just going to continually update. Yeah, and continually charge. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that it's a subscription. We get it for free. Yeah, we get it for free. Students get it for As free. As a student, but yeah. once you're not a student. <laughs> Ah, but I have Windows 16 downloaded on my computer. So it's an offline type thing. It's not 365. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So it's just like, I have that for free. Nice. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, um, we should probably go to a music break. Probably. So we can at least turn on some lights in here. (laughs) I actually, so I'm sitting here. At the main at the main <laughs> desk with these computer screens for me, I can't see my fellow people because of the bright light shining in my face. And, and also this uh, sequin uh, shirt that he's wearing. Listen, all right, I'm glittery. You guys aren't. <laughs> I'm high vis. He high is vis. wearing a rainbow sequin shirt, and it makes him look like an old grandma. Listen, it's all right, hilarious. When I am an old grandma in my fifties, <laughs> I am going to be. Such a child at heart. <laughs> Anyways, you've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 at the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back after this break. Tune FM 106.9. Every day I wake and everything is broken. Turning off my phone just to get out of Get home every evening And history's repeating Turning off my phone Cause it's hurting my chest Yeah
too far down below Your heavy heart is taking its toll You lost all the magic inside of your soul So sell me a lie before you Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And you were just looking at pods. Right. So this is probably something that I've talked about before. But um, something that I would absolutely love to do when I've got the money and everything else to do it is go ahead and build a proper, um, like, sim cockpit or something for my PC because it would just be amazing. And during the break, I showed my fellow um, hosts here the um, the BattleTech Pod, which were uh, the BattleTech Tesla Pods, um, an old arcade system, which was basically an enclosed um, unit that you'd step into. You close the door, everything lights up as a um, like as if you're in a mech, uh, a massive battle mech um, cockpit. And then it actually plays out missions that were not only just single-player missions, but the, the full um, pod experience was multiplayer missions, you know, either PvP or co-op or whatever, from playing with other pods from around, you know, the arcade, the world, whatever. They still exist in Japan. I really want to go and see them because they are beautiful pieces of kit. Now, imagine, if you will... Titanfall. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the Titan part, not not the uh just just being a Titan. <laughs> just be a Titan. Mm. Yeah, it would be pretty good. It would be pretty good. Um 
Well, I'd, I'd love to get my hands on one of these pods, you know, update them, make them work really well. Yeah. And it would I just would, be nice. I wonder if there would be an old one for sale. I think they do exist, but they're properly expensive because they're actually collectible you know, items. Probably. Mm. Geez, why can't we just have good things for cheap? Yep, I know. Ah, uh, pod site in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Well, there might be some in Michigan as well. We also saw a couple of people actually trying to make them themselves. Hmm. Uh, um, I can't remember what they're actually called. Um, I don't know, Sim Pit or something like that? Sim Pit. I can't type with one hand. <laughs> um, well, then just use two. Can't because I can't be asked. Too lazy <laughs> to move my other arm. Oh, no, not my other arm. Ah. Uh. But so you can get you can get as basic stuff as I don't know if you two can see, but you can get um, you get basic little units like this, or you can go all out and build something like this. Oh, which okay. is basically just you take an entire like if you've ever seen flight sims, like most of these are built for flight sims, but you can just mm. turn them into mech sims if you want. Yeah, and just do. Ugh. The only <laughs> thing is you got to make sure your computer is able to handle a bajillion inputs. Just smash all the inputs at once. Yeah. Um, for instance, I watched a, a guy called who do, they called Linus Tech Tips on YouTube. Ah, yeah. Awesome I've guys. Heard of him. Mm. Heard of that. Um, they did a review of a, um, a thrust stick, which is a joystick and throttle controller, really high-end unit, um, which had a hundred and something inputs just on two hand pieces. What? Hundred different individual controllable knobs, switches, whatever, on two hand pieces, and then you can build an entire cockpit like that. Why? Because if you're into that sort of thing and you play a particular either style of game or individual game, you can really get into this stuff. Like flight sims. Flight simming people can get really into it. You just look at the flight sim accessories you can get. But see, you can also play stuff like... um, um, you know, build yourself a sim pit for, you know, I think this is, I don't know what this is, some uh, space game, space <laughs> flight sim, but so, anything like that. You know, more immersion, more more buttons. <laughs> All the buttons. Basically, just take your wallet and chuck it out the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's and how much lose, money you And need. you'll lose less money from people using your card than you will for <laughs> play, you know, buying these things. And uh, oh, it's just, it's funny what people would spend their money on. Yeah. <laughs> to like, be honest, I wouldn't mind building like a like a, a more contained unit like this. Like this is a, this is a fighter jet cockpit. Now, because this is not a visual podcast, you need to explain to the okay, people listening so, what so, it is. Uh, yes. I need to, I need to remember this. Uh, yeah. So basically it's a, um, it's a big um basically take the interior of an F16 or something like that a you know fairly standard fighter jet build a seat and panels for everything that you want and then just slap controls on it and put a massive sub behind your head <laughs> cuz that's all that is that is just a sub <laughs> just you know behind your head you know cuz when you want the sub to rock your when world when you need some serious oomph <laughs> when you need some serious space yeah and to be honest, if you're playing these games, um, you need bass. Actually, 
here's a point on that. I went and bought myself a decent speaker system for my computer when yes. I got it. Logitech, you know, it's like the stand, you know, good sized speaker and everything else like that. Mm. Basically, it's small enough to not be shaking the walls at college. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, decent enough. And it has its own subwoofer. Yes. So many things on YouTube, like, you know, intro songs and stuff like that, have bass lines in them that I've never heard before. <laughs> it's like a whole new world. It's like, this song has bass. This is amazing. <laughs> and then the person next door is just like, what is he listening to? Why? Oh, it gets some. Um, oh, I just imagined, uh, you know, Jack Septicai? Yeah. He's a uh, high five noise. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that with it? I haven't, no. Imagine just like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like a mini explosion. I'm sorry, I just found found an awesome Simpet unit. (laughs) This is cool. Basically, uh, it looks like it's a New Zealand product, actually, because it's .NZ. And it's a big uh, circular projector, basically, that you can use to project your video input, your video output onto, then add, you know, basic controls and boom. Oh. You know, you've got 180 degree, you know, view of, um, of, um. Now put a first person shooter in that. Dark Souls on (gasps) joystick. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. No. No. (laughs) No. 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 Don't do that to me. (laughs) Um, but you could do all sorts of stuff with this. I like these sort of concepts because they're cool. You can do neat stuff with them. You can spend ridiculous amounts of money. Ooh, yeah. And it just kind of looks fun. But to be honest, it's probably more fun to look at it than spend the money on it. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> unless if you're really into those types of games, you'll be spending, what, like hun- uh, mm. tens of thousands of dollars See, that's on what... something you're going to play like three times. See, there's a game called MechWarrior Online, which I've seen people actually build cockpits like this for. Oh. And it's basically um, like a, I think they're called lances. It's like 6v6 yeah. mech fight. And it's like proper big mech fight. You don't respawn. It's a death match. Yeah. Um, and you get these guys who build themselves the whole sim cockpit and they get really into it. You... Like, you watch a YouTube video of them and you hear the, the voice chat. And these, you know, it's not, you know, nasty, mean voice chat. These guys are seriously into it. You know. That would be so cool. But it's like, to, you know, immersion to the max. They might as well be, you know, people in the actual universe. Yeah. <laughs> fighting in mechs and stuff like that. And that's something that could be interesting. That could be fun. <laughs> Make one for um, gaming society. <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh, that'd be awesome if we could have that. It's like we we go to funding. Hey, guys. We would like a, uh, a you know, sim pod. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, they've got a shop. Let's see, the Avenger Two. Let's have a look. That's a. It's at the top of the list. It is um, one thousand two hundred eighty uh, dollars, New Zealand. <laughs> 1280 Yeah. New that's Zealand. not as much as what I thought it would be. Yeah, that's a bit cheaper. Yeah. Ah, you can get um, for an extra um, 380 bucks. you can actually get software which will allow you to properly display onto a curved screen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? That'd so be- it doesn't give you the proper software for... 
It, well, basically, you've got to, you know, your GPU is built to project an image onto a flat screen. This mm. is definitely not flat. It's curved all the way around. Oh, okay. So to prevent warping and stuff like that, they'll have special software to go along with it that you can purchase. Um, you can buy Simpit Warp for 380 bucks, or you can get um, uh, the Ultimate Edition, which has some sort of auto calculation system in it for 750 Jeez. So, you know, for a cool almost two grand. Actually, to be honest, it's New Zealand and nobody wants New Zealand dollars. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. How much monies can we have as a Simpod for it? Well, I th- think they might actually be above us, maybe. I'm right, not sure. okay, listen. No, we buy a dollar five. What does New oh. Zealand produce? Sheep and New Zealanders. <laughs> <laughs> those, aren't, those both aren't particularly valuable on an international market. Uh, I'm sorry, sheep. Come on, we do better sheep. <laughs> we do actually do better sheep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so 18. But they have Lord of the Rings. Okay, so basically it is, it's going to cost us 1700 bucks. Oh, okay. I want to simp it. <laughs> Treasurer, can we please buy a simpit? No. Oh. <laughs> Unless you're going to find funding from somebody. Oh. <laughs> well, this is sad. Hey, uni. University, can we have a simpit? That's only like 10 people sat fees. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Oh, I need to pay them. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> okay, PSA for everybody listening. Pay your sat fees. Unless you try and work out, unless you can talk to Centrelink and you can put it on your hex. Yeah. But, you know, but paperwork. Pay your SAF fees. Pay your SAF fees so that we can buy ourselves a simpit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd be cool, to be honest. Um, yeah. yeah, right. What other interesting things could we get and, you know, get in in 15 minutes? Uh, to be honest, we're at, we're, we should have done a break and then gone to rigorous plugging. We could still do that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show. And uh, we will be back for some vigorous plugging after this break.
And we're back. Um, you're talking, you're listening, rather, to <laughs> Unegs on Tune FM 106.9. Uh, you mean, I'd, I mean, you I'm having a ma- like an extended brain fart. <laughs> I mean, you could be talking to us, it's just we're not going to respond to you. It's screaming at us. Hi, Jeff. Like, uh, <laughs> I pushed the button that made the song replay. And I'm just, I'm, I'm done. Right, you two do some plugging because I can't think at the moment. Okay, so we've got a whole like 10 minutes left. So, plugging time. So, tomorrow night, 6 p.m., Stro, games night. Yes. Come up, join us, have fun, play games. You do realize that you could have taken another, like, three <laughs> minutes to say all that. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> so, uh, you know the usual. It's VR times, good times. Board games galore. Board and games. as ever, if you have suggestions for board games to get, whatever. Mention it to us. Mention it to people in the Unix shirts. We're probably going to be wearing them. Nick. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Um. Also, new addition to our little gaming family, we now have a Switch. Yes, we have a Switch. So come out, check that up. Nobody else is allowed to touch it because I really want to play Mario Party. So if you want to play Mario Party with me, Mario Party, (laughs) Smash, Mario Kart, 1-2 Switch... Uh, Monopoly, p- Risk, and p- Pointless Hasbro Games. If somebody's playing Monopoly, I will actually applaud them and give them free sausages because... Don't say that. Uh. <laughs> He's now made a deal that we cannot go back on. <laughs> and there's another ah, game. See, see it's, it's fine because I've got dibs on it for Mario Party, so no one will play a Monopoly. <laughs> oh, we did. You see the pitchfork come out. Yeah. Some major shanking is going to occur. Uh, but yeah, other than that, we have our other consoles. Um, we have gaming PCs. Yep. Um, With two vibes. Two vibes. All the good stuff. If you want to bring in your PC and test it out, see if it's VR capable, you're welcome to. Though, bring your own monitor, please. Yeah, bring your own monitor because it's a pain to try and sort out stuff. Basically, bring all of your accessories. Bring everything <laughs> because and plug like, it into a vibe. I mean, like, you can bring your own stuff up. We have no problems with that. Just be mindful that it's your responsibility to make sure it doesn't get damaged. Yeah. I mean, like, we're not going to, like, sit there with a mallet or something and come after you, but, like, um, you know, just be a bit mindful that you are in a public space and that, you know, things can happen, especially with the amount of cords that we have lying on the floor. Yeah. Which is a lot. It's, it's, I think we're going to have to reorganize that yeah. yes. and figure something out properly. Cables need to be sorted because there's just so many. Yeah. But that's fine, because we're meeting up tomorrow, just to remind you two, to sort this out. No, we're not. We arranged it. Next week. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was this week. No. I got, like, so men- mentally prepared. I'm so ready to go and sort some cables. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> unfortunately, that's next week. Uh. But, I mean, yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you can bring your own stuff. Um, yeah, just we had a bit of trouble last week with um, one of our friends came up trying to see uh, if one of his games that he bought could, um, and his PC could run a VR, but his PC couldn't plug into our monitor, so he couldn't do that, so he had to run back down, grab his monitor and all of his stuff and bring it back up. Yep, so just bring everything first off, it'd be great. If you have an interest in magic or anything else like that, please come, we've got lots of magic players, we'd be happy to 
do whatever it is you guys do. Because <laughs> we are not really into magic, yeah. <laughs> believe it or not. My family is. I've got family over in the U.S. who are mental for it. But sadly, they're in the U.S., so I can ask them, you know, the questions like, what is a magic? <laughs> what is a magic? Yeah. How does one perform magic? I wonder how many people are getting upset at us right now. <laughs> yeah, everyone. <laughs> uh, so, yes, there's all sorts of good stuff. In fact, there's some good stuff coming on directly after us. There's a show called Tea Time. Tea Time. That's D- the name. Yes. Don't know what's in it yet, it's but a thing. it's something. They talk about the UNE Love Letters Facebook page. From what I've heard. So, yeah, that could be entertaining. Yeah. Tune into them, you know, or don't tune off of them, rather, if you're yes. listening to us. Stay on, please. There's yep. another show. It's not just going to turn into music galore after this. There is still another show. Yep, exactly. And, um, I mean, we could, I don't know. What else? What other plugging have we got? Sausages we, tomorrow yep. and drinks. Sausages and drinks tomorrow. Bring we, gold coins. We might be at the front of Bingley on Saturday doing a barbecue. Oh, yes. Um, so Autumn Festival is on the weekend. Uh, what it, unless if they renamed it to something else. They but did yeah. rename it to something else. It's the yeah. Summer Festival. Now. I think it's the... <laughs> I think it's the New England Festival yeah. or something. I was just reading it today. But, yeah, we'll hopefully, I'm trying to organise it, be out the front of Bingley. Sausages, drinks, cheap, better than Bunnings, cheaper than Bunnings. So... Come around, see us there. And, and yeah. also, you know, shout out to Bingley for letting us have their front door. And also, their their people are really good. Talk to David if you ever need anything from Bingley. He's the best. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> that is... That's us. That's us. Um, you've been listening to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. It's been great having you all here. And um, now, Nick, you, now you can yeah. say goodbye. I was going to say, now it's appropriate for me to say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, guys. See yous. Adios.